Hey guys, it's Angel L. How's everybody doing? Um, I am pre-recording this podcast, but by the time you get this, it will be Sunday, January 27th. Um, today's my mom's birthday, so I'm really excited. My mom turns 79, um, and she is like still on it, still giving me advice. I'm still saying, yes, girl, when my mom says stuff, because she's, like, always on point. She just told me something tonight that had me cracking up, but um, her main desire for her birthday is to go to Red Lobster, and so she got that, and so she's thrilled. She told me she had the biggest lobster ever. Yeah, that's my mom. She takes <laughs> no shorts on on um, her, her birthday, and especially, like, Red Lobster. That's her thing. Um, I don't know if she knows anywhere else <laughs> that has seafood because every every birthday I hear that's where she is. Um, anyway, God bless her. Happy birthday, mom. Not that she'd be listening to this. She's 79 and very old school. But um, I'm Angel L, as I said before, and this is Heart's Desire to Heal. And tonight is actually part two, 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 two for solutions for co-parenting conflicts. Sorry about that noise, guys. That's my my phone. Um, I'm still not filtering stuff a whole lot. (laughs) So everything you get is pretty much raw. Roll with it. Um, Until I get a team, um, some staff, which is a long ways from here. But, um, you know, just bear with me. Just grab the information. I'm really excited about tonight's podcast once again. I hope it's not lengthy. Um... But I'm going to try to give you all the information that I have. As you remember, last week we talked about um, conflicts and co-parenting. So this week the title is Solutions for Co-Parenting Conflicts. And um, tonight's scripture that I'm referencing is from Psalms 119, 4950. Remember your promise to your servant for which you made me wait. Um, And that really speaks to me because just knowing that um, God is going to return promises, no matter what that is, no matter what our wishes are as mothers, know that whatever is representative of your God, whether that's the universe or whatever it is you believe in, put that energy out there, put that positive, positive feedback out there, and whatever you put out there will return to you. And so thank you everybody for joining me tonight. I'm grateful, grateful, grateful. I have some shout outs at the end of the podcast. Sorry, I didn't do them last week. Um, I kind of had like a lot of information. So I wanted to get that out. Um, Single Mom Chronicles. Temper tantrums. That is the subject tonight. So my daughter is in this phase where she's like hitting and throwing things and it infuriates me. And because it infuriates me, I know the level of anger that I could <laughs> that I could possibly bestow on her if I was practicing um, physical discipline. I try never to um, because she's still small. Um, she's still trying to figure things out. And so what's really been helpful for me is kind of like putting her in a timeout in a corner, whether your child desires to stay or not, 
putting them in that corner, explaining to them why you are upset and why they need to stay in that corner. And I heard for every year of your child's age is the minutes that they need to stay in the corner. However, I've only gotten up to 60 minutes, 60 seconds or 30 seconds sometimes, depending on what she does. Um, I hope that's helpful for you. It's been helpful for me. She usually calms down after that or, you know, she kind of, I'm able to talk to her after she cools down. So that's what's been working for me. I don't know what's been working for you moms. Hit me up in my email, heartsdesiretoheal at mail.com and tell me what you do for different discipline tactics. I'm always trying to learn and open to learn because my daughter's different. I haven't figured her out yet. Um, They say when you have a child, you kind of have to navigate who your child is on how you roll with them and how you discipline them and how you teach them. However, I have not figured out (laughs) a groove yet for this little human being of mine. I love her, but I haven't figured it out. So, um, our topic tonight, Solutions for Conflicts in Co-Parenting. So what I'm going to do now is I'm going to reiterate the conflicts that we discussed last week. Um, and I'm, go, I'm going to go through them quickly because I was very lengthy last week on explaining each of them. Um, a lot of the conflicts experience could be money, visitation, uh, respect, lateness, um, no communication, religion, new spouse um and one last one that I think I wanted to talk about tonight is conflicts having to do with mental illness this is a real key one because I think within especially the black community mental illness is so like daunting it's like you know nobody wants to label themselves with mental illness and sometimes even us as women don't want to admit to ourselves that maybe we may have picked partners or baby daddies that have mental illness and so know that that is also a very key component in conflicts which could also escalate domestic violence which could also escalate all these other conflicts that I've talked about and it doesn't matter what the mental illness is it could be depression it could be um, a personality disorder it could be Anything going on mentally with the person that causes them to be unstable could make everything else that we talked about last week very conflictive. Um, And so tonight, I just wanted to add that because I feel like I didn't touch on that too much last week. And I, I wanted to add that because a lot of people that I talk to are pulling their hair out with personalities that they just can't explain or actions that are going on with other co-parents that they cannot put a finger to and you know a lot of times we can't put a finger on things that have to do with things that were way before our time things that have to do with the way they were raised things that have to do with their development things that have to do with the kind of parents that they had or what kind of environments they were raised in and so be mindful of that if you are a mom and you're feeling like I don't get this person's actions Um, sometimes we just won't And so um, in relevance to solutions, I would say for that person, um, 
and basically for all the conflict conflicts that we talked about, um, first step is seeking therapeutic help. Um, I think I talked about this earlier on in the recording of my podcast. Therapeutic help has been very, very helpful for me, and I advise it for other co-parents. Um, it's good to have a third party to kind of like talk about anything that's going on with you in your life, in your co-parenting setting. Even if it's a positive situation, it might just be just to kind of like talk about issues that you may be having internally or better ways to deal with certain things going on. So always feel strong about getting therapeutic help. Don't feel like you're weak. Don't feel like you're crazy. Um, I would definitely advise this. Um, The next thing on my list for solutions would be affirmations. Um, I started doing affirmations at the end of 2018, and they've really been helpful in just kind of identifying who I am, who I'm not, what I'll tolerate. And sometimes even on those days when I forget, I will read an affirmation that kind of like lets me know what kind of woman I am or what kind of woman I'm striving to be and all the bad thoughts or all the times where I feel like I fail as a mom, I'm reminded with affirmations. Um, For some people, it's prayer. For me, it's prayer. But I say for some people, it's prayer because everybody does something different. And again, from the beginning of this podcast, what I've always wanted to state is that this podcast is not for the saved. It's not for the unsaved. It is for every woman who is in a co-parenting situation and wants strategies, wants healing. And so I talk about all methods of healing. Um, So prayer, affirmations, meditation. Um, A lot of people don't know a lot about meditation. There are tons of books out there that you can read. And I'm pretty sure if you go on Google, you will find lots of information on meditations. Um, I've never practiced meditation But I'd like to think that prayer is a form of meditation. It's kind of like a conversation with God. And so um, get support from your family. Um, That was very key to me because as a new mom, I was very scared. And I was blessed to have my mom who came, you know, when I first had my daughter. And I was just learning how to navigate motherhood. So... Definitely, definitely invoke the help of family members. Talk with family members. Hopefully you have a support system. If it's not family, but you have a group of girlfriends, um, find that single mom in your child's child care center. Um, find that single mom in your church. Find that single mom in your work environment. Just find a support. Do not isolate yourself when you're dealing with co-parenting conflicts. Um, if you are being abused in a co-parenting conflict or you are dealing with someone who's mentally ill and therefore causing abusive behaviors, make sure to get a counselor or a therapist who gears towards abuse. This is very helpful because sometimes we go to therapists and they have never dealt with the situation before. And so we tend to like be talking to people who it's almost like we're talking to a wall because they can't really relate um 
And so they're learning while they're talking to us. And that can be problematic because they may not be fully informed or have the information about this personality type. So just make sure that you try to find a therapist that is geared towards that dynamic, whatever it may be. Um, I am like an avid listener of like spiritual leaders, self-help leaders. Iyanla Vanzant is one of my favorites. Um, you know, I am now reading the book. Well, I'm going to be reading, sorry, the book, The Blend, in a couple of weeks. Um, there is a woman called Lisa Nichols that's really great. T.D. Jakes is really great. Um, T.D. Jakes' daughter, I think her, Sarah Jakes, is amazing. Um, just inspirational leaders that will kind of keep positive messages and keep you positive as a woman or a person going through any kind of conflicted situation in co-parenting. <clears throat> and the number one on the list is self-care. Take care of yourself. Take care of yourself. I struggle with this. I put my daughter before me consistently. Um, but I am trying my best in 2019 to put me first. And how that <laughs> plays out does not mean that I don't feed her when she's hungry. It just means that every night there is an hour geared towards myself. And whatever I want to do in that hour is up to me. And you need to have that time every single day. And you need to have a moment, even on the weekends, where you can just kind of like chill out, whatever that is. Tonight, for me, I'm going to be watching the... Um, Amanda Seals comedy show and I'm gonna laugh <laughs> and I'm gonna freaking just you know enjoy myself doing that um, because I have my daughter this weekend so um, whatever that is getting your nails done going away getting a massage um, watching a good show laughing if you're dating going out on a date you know ladies so like whatever it is for you so last week, as we talked about um, things that make conflicts in um, co-parenting dy dynamics, we talked about money. Um, and tonight, it's all about solutions. And so nothing I say, again, I have to reiterate, is ever Bible. These are just theories and dynamics that I've experienced or other people have experienced that... I've come through on the other side or I've heard other people come through on the other side and I'm like, okay, this worked. And so I'm going to give you what I have. <laughs> don't email me. Don't go on my Instagram page and say, what are you talking about? You think you know it all, but you don't. I know I don't know it all, but I'm here to help. <laughs> I'm here to help you heal. So, um, as I said, we talked about money last week. Mothers learn to budget. Do I know how to budget all the way great? No, but I am learning to save. Um, and so when you're having those co-parenting issues around money, always make sure that you have a stash for your child. Always make sure that you are in a financially stable scenario between you and your child so that you are not dependent on the other parent if they decide not to help or if they decide to disappear. So... Like for me, I work. Um, 
and other women, other moms I know do work. Having a side hustle is also helpful. Um, finding your passion and finding your passion, connecting that passion to whatever God has placed in you and just going with it. And eventually, hopefully, the fruits of that will manifest into monies. Um, <clears throat> the other point I have to make about money is a lot of people are cut and dry. I have never been. But if you are in a position where you are financially unstable and you and your child are starving, <clears throat> you, and I'm not telling anyone to do this, as I'm going to reiterate, but some women do find it helpful to go to court and request money. Um, I found this problematic for a lot of different women because of the anger, because of the um, response that they may get from the other co-parent. Only you know what's safe for you. And I always talk about safety because I'm a DV person. Um, only you know what's safe for you and what's helpful for you. Um, child support may not be the option. Going without may be the option and just doing it yourself. Whatever can give you that peace is what you need to create for yourself. Um, visitation. Stick to the plans on visitation, whether it is a plan that you and the other co-parent have developed, whether it is a court order, stick to that plan. Do not deviate. Do not ask for time that is not yours. Um, always give them the time that is theirs. If by chance there needs to be a deviation, always be willing to compromise. Always be willing to compromise, but Always make sure it's not at the detriment of yourself, um, that it is helpful for your child. Um, and always do it, like I said, on the grounds of respect and creating those boundaries where your, your time is not being made irrelevant, but, you know, a change could be helpful to somebody else. Um, case in point, as I talked about last week, it's a Monday. The other co-parent does not have a written or a verbal uh, spoken visitation arrangement on Mondays, but your child wants to see their dad on Monday, you're home. I don't see why not. So those types of things. But of course, I always have to preface this. If you have a co-parent that visitation outside of what is written or what is verbal could be problematic, can be conflictive, can be verbally abusive, physically abusive, of course, do not do that. <laughs> You know, and I'm not laughing because it's funny. I'm laughing because everybody's situation and dynamic is different. And I'm an advocate for safety and peace. And so always focus on your peace and what's best for your peace. Lateness, things that are obscure, always make sure you're documenting everything. Um, I am a writer. I keep journals. I like to keep everything written um, from you know, the times that <clears throat> anything, the times that uh, visitation is scheduled, um, the time that my daughter has events, anything. I always keep everything documented. Um, some people think this is helpful for if they are someone in court. Um, some people think that this is helpful for their own sanity just to kind of figure out what's going on in their dynamic. So it, it's dependent on what works for you and what doesn't. Um... The 
next thing I will talk about is, give me one second. I'm just trying to gauge what I discuss. I don't want to leave anything out. Yes, religion. Religion is a tough one. I just had this discussion last night at my woman's group. When you and someone are on different pages in terms of spirituality, it can be tough. However, it is for the peace of your mind and the peace of the situation and being respectful to all of people's um, moral values and what decisions they decide to make that you take on the role of being a parallel parenter. And what that parallel parenting basically means is what happens in your home is what happens in your home and what happens in my home is what happens in my home. However, what happens in my home will dictate what my child may turn out to be. Um, And it's hard because some moms feel like I'm not willing to take that gamble. Well, you have to take that gamble Um, because it's either that or having a parent who is isolated and that is not a good situation for the child. And let me be clear, moms, if a father is not physically abusive to the child and the child is not under duress, under any physical harm, there is no reason that a father should not be able to see their child. Only in those two circumstances should that be the case. Them not having the same religion as you, them not believing the same things that you believe should not be a reason. If you are being physically abused in front of your children, absolutely, there are laws against that. So again, I always have to talk about the healthy to the unhealthy situations. Um, Never put yourself in danger. That is not what I'm saying. I hope no one has read that from the things that I've said. And I hope that, you know, those of you that do listen, get that very clear. Um, And hope for change. Hope that that person will eventually have the same moral values and the same spiritual values that you have but know that that may not be the case but children know what is true children know what's right eventually and hopefully your child will take on the posture that you've taken in whatever spiritual um route um you are in if the other co-parenter has a new spouse Um, And again, the child is not being harmed. Create boundaries and try to be amicable and be respectful. Um, You don't have to like the person that a co-parenter is dating. They're not your date. And I'm being I'm being real because mom, sometimes we get in our own way. And I'm talking to me, too. Like things are really sometimes cut and dry. Um, and we make them like overly complicated. And again, I'm not talking about those situations where you have a father's new girlfriend, you know, calling your phone and cursing you out. No, would I want my child around that person? Absolutely not. But if this is about your own unresolved feelings for baby daddy, girl, get a grip. You know what I mean? Like, just always try to take on a posture of adulthood. Um... So I'm going to do some shout outs tonight 
And then I am going to just talk about some last things you can do um, in these dynamics that'll be helpful for you. I actually came up with these tonight. I thought they were really good. Um, just some stuff that you can like kind of put in your your safe deposit box for anything that may come up in the future if you are a co-parenter and there is conflict. Um, I don't know if I'm pronouncing this right. I just want to pr- um, shout out Yukashila Usa, um, Dream Yachts Girls, No Co-Parent with Narc, Ruthie Loves Hair BK, Crypto Guru 11, Row It's 73, The Love Listeners, um, Post Traumatic Growth and Recovery, um, and all those people on Instagram that continue to hit me. I, I promise from the beginning of doing these podcasts that I would give everybody shout outs that kind of like has something to say. If I did not say you tonight, please, please pardon me. And I'm also want to give a shout out to all my friends that listen. You know who you are. Um, thank you for being supportive. I mean, I literally have a friend that listens to the podcast, like every time I send it to him. So <laughs> I'm so grateful for him. Um, cause I need the support. You know, I, I believe in this. I think this is helpful. I don't know anywhere this is being done like this, um, this real. And so, you know, continue to listen, continue to support me. Um, hopefully this will grow and, um, It'll continue to, you know, inspire somebody and help somebody and heal somebody. Um, So I, again, am on all these platforms. Don't forget Anchor, I think Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Breaker, iTunes. Um, Continue to check it out on that if you don't have Anchor. Um... And that's basically it for me tonight. You know, I'm I'm like in a calm space. Um, it's kind of like a crazy week for me. My daughter was sick. And so I just kind of like wanted to pour into you guys tonight. And, you know, hopefully this is helpful to somebody. So last thoughts I want to leave you with. Um, just kind of some things that you can take with you in your pocketbooks along the way to navigating co-parenting and specifically navigating co-parenting with that have conflicts keep calm accept it you're not changing anybody overnight you're not going to make your co-parenter into the guy or the girl that you want them to be overnight um they are who they are and you are who you are accept it and, and be calm about it um and 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 that's peace i'm telling you there's peace in these things that i'm about to tell you Um, Try to be amicable. Um, If that's not possible, if you can't be friends, you can't have a coffee, you can't do anything, be business partners. Because business partners is to the point. It it keeps relationships just disciplined. It keeps communication open. Because you're not going to not tell your business partner what's going on with the business. And so keep that in mind. Um, Document for yourself what goes on. Um, It's good to reference, to go back to, to just kind of know 
and keep track of what's going on in that dynamic. So you always need to be checking in with that dynamic and making sure that, you know what, this is working for me. You know what, it's not working for me. You don't want to be confused in your co-parenting dynamic. You want to be abreast of what's happening and what's going on. Um, don't talk negatively about the co-parent. And I and I think that I, I hope and pray that I've done the best job of that on this podcast. Um, especially not in front of your kids. It is not progressive for them. You will raise toxic, crazy kids who are nervous and don't know which parent to love. And that's always been something that I followed from the beginning. Um, No abuse. That means no calling the co-parenter up to say, F you, I hate you, don't call my phone. (laughs) <laughs> no slashing tires, no, 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 no abuse. Just like how you don't want abuse, you don't abuse. Self-care. Continue to take care of yourselves, moms. That We are all we have and our kids um, for so many reasons. For you to be presentable to obviously move forward in life, but also because your inside and your outside need care. Um, communicate with your co-parenter if you can. Even if communication can be harsh, Always be clear about what you need, what's going on with the child. Never be, never make it so that it's you who's just leaving things out. And that's always been a motto for me. Um, keep love at the center of all situations. And when I say that, I mean, think of peace. Not to say that you love this person, but love creates peace. And so always do things in love, love for your kids. Think about decisions and things that we say and our actions and how they affect the kids. Um, Because they're watching. So always keep it classy. Focus on your kids, ladies. Do not focus on men. Do not focus on the other co-parenter. And I'm talking to myself. Do not focus on what's not happening, what's happening. Focus, 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 focus on the kids and the present moment. Let your kids relax when they're around you. Um, I have a thing, and I think this is helpful for other moms. Whenever my uh, daughter comes back from being with the other co-parent, I kind of let them relax. It's the first day, you know, you need to know that you're still safe with me. This is still a level playing ground. I'm not mad (laughs) that you were with your father. I'm not mad that you were with your mom. You're safe with me. Let your kids play. Don't bombard them with homework when they come back home. Don't bombard them with chores. Don't just kind of like gauge where they are and just fall fall right in line with that. Um, This is a hard one. Um, But I'm going to end off here. Um, I am a work in progress with this. But I think that this is the epitome, epitome, epitome. Um, Forgive all. Not some, but all. And forgiveness does not mean that you forget and that you act like a dumb fool and that you keep putting yourself in crazy dynamics. It just means that you forgive what they've done so that you can move on and you can have internal healing. And you can be 100% for your kids. Not in turmoil. Not walking around with a scrummy face. Um, I've seen some moms really be bitter over the years. Um, and I've always promised myself never to be that. Just remember you have 21 years with this person. If your child is young, 
And so I, I, I hope that these nuggets that I've given you have been helpful. Um, I realize that this is a 30 minute podcast. Um, it's a lot of information, you know, quickly. And so I didn't want to make this podcast an hour because I don't want to lose attention. But I, I hope that in these 30 minutes that you are able to get something from the things that I've been talking about and that they've inspired you. Um, I'm thankful again for everybody listening, if you are listening. <laughs> and um, I can't wait to hear from you guys this week. And I can't wait to do another podcast next week. All right. Have a great week. Um, moms, you rock. That's the affirmation for tonight. Keep rocking. Bye.